Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of Rescue. Thank you for your good spirit that is present in our midst tonight. Thank you for the gathering of your people. Thank you for your word that is already anointed. Anoint this lips of clay and ordain power in my mouth. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Put those beautiful two hands of yours together. Take back your seat, everybody. God richly bless you for a powerful atmosphere. Amen. God richly bless you. Tonight I'm talking to you about something that is very, very important. Still in line with what the Lord is leading us to do. As a church, the Lord is leading us to try something new. The Lord is leading us to, to decentralize the church in such a way that more people are going to have more shepherds and pastors and more people are going to get direct shepherdorial opportunities and also oversight over them. And I don't want us to see it as a mere thing that we are just doing. I want us to see it as the beginning of great things. Amen. For a lot of you, God has given you an opportunity to be a cell leader. Practically, you are now pastoring people. You used to just follow up on them. But now you meet them, you gather them. Today someone was telling me that it's not easy crowd to gather the people to sit down. I say, yes, that is what it means. It's not easy to do church. So when you come to 100 people, it took something to gather 100 people in one place. So when you enter into a church, you see 20 people, salute the pastor. Because it's not easy to gather. You see, all this while you didn't know it was not easy to gather people until you started cell ministry. You used to just visit people and say, hello, good morning. And whether they come or they don't come, you don't care. Now, whether they come or they don't, you will care. Because you have to teach empty chairs. And then come and account for empty people. Say, mercy, Lord. But you see, the joy of it is not just the gathering of the people. But the joy of it is that very, very soon, you are going to begin to see practically with your eyes what God is going to do with your life. You didn't say an amen. That the joy of the whole thing is that very, very soon, you will see that a great ministry has been birthed in your life. Realize that, wow, a very powerful evangelistic ministry has been birthed because of what you are doing. Very soon you will see that a very powerful pastoral anointing has been released over you. Now all of a sudden you can see that you can take people from the slums, people from, from, from the pits of hell, and through your direct influence over them 
and your direct oversight over them, you can see that they are becoming something different in the hands of God. Then you will know that what you have just started is the beginning of greater things. Amen. Oh, amen. For some of you, the day you stand before 100 people in your branch, then you will know that ah, that thing I started small was actually the beginning of a great thing. For some of you, the day you will stand before 1,000 people, then you begin to write your story and you will know that it started when I was sent as a cell leader in this area. I was faced with a challenge. But little did I know that my continual doing of that little thing was actually birthing a great ministry. May the Lord use you in the name of Jesus. Uh, I said the Lord is going to use someone tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say the beginning of great things. Later did Jesus know that just turning the water into wine was actually going to be the beginning of greater miracles. And John wrote it, and this was the beginning of the miracles of Jesus. After he turned the water into wine, and it was recorded, this is the beginning. So every great thing has a beginning. Tell somebody, every great thing has a beginning. And when the thing begins, you, you really don't know that this is the great thing. You, you really don't know it. You, 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 you think it's just a normal thing that is going on. But that is how great things begin. They begin small. They begin. They, they always have a beginning. Great things don't just appear. Boom. No, 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 no. Great things always have a beginning. Or have a beginning. And the Bible says that Jesus turning water into one was actually the beginning of the great thing. I pray that whatever you are doing for the Lord today, no matter how small it is, may it be the beginning of the greater grace over your life. May it be the beginning of the mighty things God is going to do with your life. Lift up your and say, whatever little that I do, uh, you are not say whatever little thing that I'm doing for the kingdom of God, May it be the beginning of greater things to come. Amen. Do you believe that? Then slap those two hands together for Jesus. Matthew chapter 13 verse 31. We are reading all the way to 32. Matthew chapter 13 verse 31 all the way to 32. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Are you there? Alright, so we are going to read. Give me King James, my dear. One go. We are all reading together, okay? One go. Another one go. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. Amen. Next. Which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh a tree so that the best of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Amen. Put your two hands together for the reading of the word of God. Amen. And so tonight, I want to talk to you about something very brief and very, very powerful. I'm talking about the mystery of the mustard seed. The mystery. Everybody say the mystery of the mustard seed. 
Hallelujah. How many of you have heard the seed that is called the master seed before? How many of you have heard it before? Yes, when, when, when you visit um, um, some of these um, um, herbal ho- uh, hospitals and shops that sell herbal products and the leaves and seeds, when you ask of the master seed, it's likely they may get some for you. Amen. The master seed. Say the master seed. You see, there is something about the master seed. There is something very, very magnificent, beautiful, and glorious about the master seed. And Jesus, upon all the examples that he gave and the parables that he gave to compare the kingdom of heaven, one of the things that he used to compare how the kingdom of heaven operates is the master seed. And that is something that makes it very, very important for you and I to study because we are believers. We must understand why Jesus compares the kingdom of God. Now, anytime you read the Bible and you come about uh, this statement where it says that, and the kingdom of God is likened, or the kingdom of heaven is likened unto, or is like. What he's actually trying to say is that this is how the kingdom of God operates. Amen. Everybody say, how the kingdom of operates. Say, how the kingdom of God operates. So anytime Jesus says that the kingdom of God is like a man that traveled and gave gifts or talents, he's trying to explain to you that this is how the kingdom of God works. If the kingdom of God is doing something, this is how it will do it. If you see something going on and you want to know whether it is the kingdom of God at work, this is how it will look like. Are you following what I'm saying? In other words, if the thing doesn't follow this pattern, it is not the kingdom of God. You don't need to have vision about whether God is in it or not. You can easily sit back and if you know this test to do, you apply this test to that thing and you realize that no, this thing cannot be from God. And so over here, he gives us one parable to explain to us how the kingdom of God operates or how things are done. If God is doing something, how God will do it? If God is doing something, how God will go about it? Now, how many of you, you want to know how God does his thing? You want God to give you a revelation of how he does his thing? That when you see the kingdom of God at work, you know that this is the kingdom of God. This is the kingdom of God. This is the, you see, when you watch festivals, you can watch somebody's festival, you can tell that, no, this festival is actually from this place. This festival is from that place. Why? Because the, the, the culture is the way of life. There's a way every kingdom does their things. When you deal with people from different kingdoms, you clearly know the distinction or the differences. Amen. And in the same way, if you see the kingdom of God at work, there is a way the kingdom of God works. There's a way that the kingdom of God works that when you see it, it will be very different from the kingdom of the world. It will be very different from the kingdom of darkness. It will be very different from, from the kingdom of the devil. And so you and I ought to know how the kingdom... How many of you want me to teach you how the kingdom of God works? Because some of you, there are certain things going on in your life. You don't know whether it is just a pastor. I don't know whether it's from God or it's not. I'm coming to give you the measuring tape. 
to know whether what is happening in your life is actually God or is the devil. Because there are several ways. But one of the ways that Jesus showed us how the kingdom of God operates is the ways of the master seed. And it's very fantastic. Say it's fantastic. Hallelujah. And so he says that another parable he puts for saying to them, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of master seed. The kingdom of heaven operates like a master seed. Now, why am I calling it a mystery? A mystery is because it's a secret. Say it's a secret. Tell someone, what person has come to tell you it's a secret? So anytime you hear the word mystery, mystery is a hidden thing. A hidden thing is known to everybody. Sometimes it can be called by a supernatural element. You need a supernatural assistance to be able to unveil it. To be able to make it open. And so it remains a secret to a lot of people. But to few people, Jesus told the disciples, after he gave one of the parables about the sower went to sow a seed. That's also a way the kingdom of God works. After he explained, he, 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 he gave the parable, the disciples came to him and, and, and told him that, explain it to us. And Jesus, to you, it has been given to know the mystery. And so to you who are seated under the sound of my voice, by divine arrangement, you are here to know the secret of how the kingdom of God operates, so that you can apply it to your life and your ministry. Can I have amen? Oh, amen. And it says that it is, it, it, it operates, or it behaves itself, like the master seed. Now, what is a master seed? A master seed, like I told you, is a seed. But it is from a tree or a plant we call the master plant. The tree itself is called the master tree. Or the master plant. And the seed is what we call, like there is a mango tree, mango seed. And so the master seed is a seed from the master plant. Amen. Are you following? Are you following? Now, it is one of the smallest seeds. I write, write it down. It is one of the smallest seeds in the world. And probably the smallest cultivated by Jewish farmers in Jesus' days. You see, when Jesus started the, the parable, he said it is like the master seed which a man sowed. And verse 32 says that even though it is the smallest of all seeds, even though it's the smallest of all seeds, it became a great. Now, over there, the reason why Jesus said that is because Jesus was speaking to a then known well. You understand? And so if Jesus is speaking to fishermen, he uses examples that will be best understood by the fishermen. That's why when God is showing you a dream, most of the time he uses things and elements in the dream that will be able to communicate what he wants to tell you. And so, the elements he will use in the dream for you will not be the same as what he will use for another. For he may show you the face of a pastor dependent on what he wants to tell you. Maybe this is the person who represents God in your life or who represents an angel in your life. And so he can use this or he can use another. For some of you, he will use money and it will mean something. For some of you, when he uses coins, it will mean something. Different, different, different ways he deals with people. So when Jesus is speaking to, to uh, people who deal with money, his messages will, will be with examples of money, like talent. When he's preaching to fishermen like Peter, he starts talking about fishing. 
When he speaks to farmers, he starts talking about, and then so I went to sow a seed, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't pray the same way to everybody. In the same way, as he was speaking to these people, at that time, you would be able to know that the master seed, even though it is the sm- one of the smallest in the whole world, but the master seed actually among the Jews is the smallest of the seeds that is being cultivated in that part of the world. Are you following me? Are you following me? And that is why Jesus told them it's the smallest. Because when you go and Google right now, master seed is not the smallest seed in the world. That's why I'm taking my time to explain to you. In case you go and research that, oh, eh, they said master seed is the smallest. It is not the smallest. But it is one of the smallest. Because when it is on you, it looks like a dot. A master seed can look like a dot. You can blow it and, it, and it's gone. When it falls down, you may not be able to pick it up. When it's in the midst of other stuff, or maybe even in the sun, you can't be able to pick it up. But when Jesus was speaking, you'll be able to deduce from his statement that among those farmers and in that part of the world, it was probably the least. That was being cultivated. And that is why Jesus, because he was speaking to that well. So that is how, how come he said, this is the least, but it becomes something big. And so don't get confused about that. Do you understand? It's the least to those farmers that he was talking to in that part of the world. But now in other parts of the world, we have discovered other seeds. So in case you come across that kind of argument, that is how to answer it. Amen. Now, and Jesus is telling us that the kingdom of heaven is likened to this master seed, which is from the master plant, which is smallest in the other part of the world, in the Middle East. You see, but it is very tiny, and it can be blown away, like I told you, or even exposed to, if it's exposed to, to the wind, or if it falls down. Now, write this down. It's worth noting down. When you sow a master seed, it can take three to ten days to germinate. A master seed can take three to ten days. I said, what, what? Are you following or sleeping? From what day to what day? Three to ten days. Say three to ten days. It takes three to ten days for it to germinate. For it to start working. For it to mix up and begin to to germinate. And it can grow very fast. It can grow very fast. Now it has a very dangerous takeover properties. Now one thing about the master seed is that when you, you sow it, it germinates very, very quickly. From 3 to 10 days, it will start germinating. And now when it starts germinating, it has one characteristic about it. That characteristic is that it has a takeover tendency, a very high takeover property. Now, when we say a takeover property, that means that when you, you bring one in your garden, very soon it will spread all over your garden. Say takeover properties. Oh, I'm not here. Say takeover properties. May the Lord cause your life to possess a takeover property. When the takeover properties is working in your life, that is when you step in your workplace and very soon you take over the whole place. 
I was privileged when I went to Tejima to see a man who was a security guard in a university that today he owns. <laughs> he was once a security man in that company and now he's the owner of the university. He was a security man there. A private university in UK, not in Africa. I met him in Tejima because he came to a crusade. I, I went to work as a, 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 one of the, the people carrying the technical unit. And he came to the crusade with, with this pastor, Pastor Ashibolo. How many of you know Pastor Ashibolo? He's actually the bodyguard of Pastor Ashibolo. And he met Pastor Ashibolo as a security man. And after he followed the man of God for over 15 years, now he's the owner of the university that he was following. Receive a takeover property. Receive a takeover property. And that, that's as say. It is something when you are following a man of God, you, you think you are wasting your time. But you are, not, that's what, you are not wasting your time. Unless you can see he's going nowhere. If he's going nowhere, advise yourself. <laughs> advise yourself because you also get nowhere. But if you see that this is a man on an assignment, you can never end a nobody. I say you will never end a nobody. Amen. He was a security man. And even though now he's an owner of a university in the UK, he was still doing his work. He, was still, he still followed the old man to Ghana, to Africa. He was still Ghana. He didn't backslide. Tell somebody, when you are rich, don't backslide. That's why some of you, God can't trust you. Because when your legs step somewhere, say, Baba, I'm gone. Mercy. Amen. But you see, that is something very, very intriguing about the master seat. And do you know why the master seat behaves that way? Because the master seat, because it is very tiny and very light, it can be dispersed by the wind. You studied dispersing, right? In science, you studied about pollination. Hmm? And one of the agents of pollination can be animal, wind, uh, human activities, blah, 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 blah. True or not true? Uh, I remember some small basic science. Now, 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 listen. Listen. The master seed, when you plant one here and it starts germinating, animals pass by, they will carry some away. The wind blows, it will carry some away. And so very soon, they start spreading, 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 spreading. And you brought only one, they are like airways. When an airway enters into your area, very, very soon, the whole place will be nebrolized. The whole place will be nebrolized, very, very soon. Because they love one another. They, they, they love they, they are not like guns and, and uh, they, they love one another. And so when one airway is in a company, very, very airways there. True or not true? They will neutralize the whole area. Take over property. Say take over property. That is why there are places in, 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 in Accra that are known for airways. Like they are known for airways. You go to Kisema and all those places. It's an everywhere community, Christian village. Everywhere. You go there, it's a, a company.
many of ours. We have, see, it's only Ghana here, it's only ours that have their own Presby church. They have their own Presby church. They call them EP church. True or not true? They, they have their own Presby church. They don't mix rough off like that. Take over. They just, the president didn't start, the president started from the Eastern region. Salem. That's where the whites didn't die. When they came to, uh, to, to Cape Coast, to, uh, they were dying rough for God, the temperature. So they, they came to the mountains, that area, not there. There are plenty there. Salem. Plenty. But the man, one hour, I remember, I think that one of the white men went for evangelism. And one hour be entered into the church. As I'm talking to you now, they have EP, EP church. We don't have like uh, uh, this, you know, Eastern region uh, president. But now we have a, only a word church. When you go there, they don't speak any language. And they've named it, uh, what? If you are a Belize president, is that, is that it? You see, they, they take over properties. Now, I pray for everyone here that wherever you step, may God make you the head over there. Wherever you step, Wherever. As a Christian, you must have the, the spirit of the master seat. You must have a takeover property. When you step in school, may you be the SC. May you be the SRC president. May you be the chaplain over there. May you be the best where you find yourself. When you step at work, may you become the favorite. When a big company, whatever, for someone, call me this sister, call me this sister, call me this brother, and everybody will say, and that bad or bad, yeah. say take over properties. Or say take over properties. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Take over. It should be one of your prayers, Lord. Make me like a master seed. Make me like a master seed. As I'm stepping into this company, make me like a master seat. As I'm stepping into this school, make me like a master seat. May you take over. They spread. And so very soon you see that they are everywhere. I pray for rescue that we will have a takeover properties in Jesus' name. A takeover spirit in the name of Jesus. That is why you come one. By one year, two, three years, you are going everywhere. You are, you are seen everywhere. By the end of, by, by, by the time you and I, we are out of this earth, eh? We don't know what will happen to the rest, but we know God will take them. But by the time you and I, we are dead and we are gone. Rescue would have crossed Ghana, would have crossed Africa, would have entered into Europe, into Australia. Shout I receive it in the name of Jesus. It will happen. Tell somebody it will happen. It will happen. With or without amen, it will happen. It will happen. God, take over property. Take over property. So you see, you bring one tiny, and I love the way it is tiny because it must be tiny. It must be small. It must, it must not gain any respect. It must not be anything big. It must look as though these people, where, where are they going? They are going nowhere. Look at oh, this girl, this guy. It is not really good looking. It is not really nice. But you see, you begin to possess your area right now. You begin to possess your area. You begin to take over. You begin to become the talk of the town. Receive that anointing in the name of Jesus. That's one thing about it. Take over properties. It's wow, isn't it? Because of the way it can be carried about. And so it spreads. 
And now, when it grows, it can grow as tall as 10 to 12 feet. Yes. That tiny thing. That's why Jesus spoke about it. Like, if you think Jesus will choose anything, check it. It can grow as tall as 10 to 12 feet and even more. It can grow. It can grow huge and powerful. Amen. And so I want us to, to dig into why Jesus connected or related the activities of the kingdom of God. That when God is doing something, he does the thing as though it's a master seed. He treats the thing like a master seed. The thing behaves like a master seed. If God is doing church, the church must be like a master seed. If God is in your cell, the cell must be like a master seed. If God is in your life, your own life must be like a master seat. If God asks you to go this left or go that right, when you take that action, it must have the effect of a master seat. Then we will know that, no, this one, God is in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Then we will know God is in it. Because that's how God works. The kingdom of heaven is like a master seat. So if what you are doing doesn't look like a master seat, then perhaps God is not in it. Perhaps you were not sent. Am I communicating? Am I communicating? I pray that may the Lord make you significant among your peers. May you be important to those who are important. May you be important to those who matter. Hallelujah. And so now let us look at the secret, the mystery, the reason why Jesus compared it to the kingdom, the operations of the kingdom. And those secrets are what I call the mystery. So number one, the mystery of small beginnings. The mystery of small beginnings. I'm teaching you the mystery of the master seed. What are the secrets in the story of the master seed? For which Jesus will compare it to how the kingdom of God works. The first secret you must learn is the mystery of small beginnings. Now, in Matthew 13, 32, where we are, it says that which indeed is the least of all the seeds. And so, the kingdom of heaven, when it is starting something or beginning something, it doesn't begin it big. Tell someone, when the kingdom of heaven is at work, it doesn't start big. Tell another, when God is starting the thing, it will not be big. When God is beginning something, it will not be big. When God is going to bless a man, he will not start it big. When God is going to do something miracle, he doesn't start it big. Every big thing God does, starts small. Are you following what I'm saying carefully? And that is why a lot of if it is God, why didn't it become big? Why didn't it uh, start like this? Or start like that? Everything God begins small. I'm telling you. Anytime you see something very, starting very big, go investigate it. You realize that there's a foul play there. There's a foul play there. Lots of huge, dying, dying, dying weddings, they don't end anywhere. What are they? It's not God. You see some churches that by the time they are starting, they start with 300 people. When you go and investigate, you will see that there was a foul play. You will see. Because Jesus has taught us how the kingdom of God will pray. That 
the kingdom of heaven, when it is doing something, or when God is in charge doing something, that's why I'm saying that for those of you who have started these cell meetings, and for this church, these small, small cell meetings we have started, I am seeing branches scattered all over the world. Uh, I am seeing pastors scattered all over the world. It is the beginning of great things. Amen. Because the Lord directed us to do it. Yeah, we are not just doing it. Corona is over. We can be enjoying. When you come to church, you see that we are many kakra. And so, but the Lord instructed us. And that is what we are doing. It is actually going to be the beginning of the spreading of the church. What we are seeing, we've seen nothing yet. I'm telling you. What we are seeing, we've seen nothing yet. Jesus says that it looks like the master seed. For it is small from the beginning. It is the least from the beginning. Now write this down. In God's kingdom, greatness is born from smallness. Hugeness from littleness. And significance from insignificance. In God's kingdom, greatness, probably in Friname, most of the times. In God's kingdom, greatness is born from smallness, hugeness from littleness, and significance is born from insignificance. Amen. Oh, amen. And so if you see anything starting great in God's kingdom, check it. If you see anything starting very big, huge, right from the beginning, you have to probe into it. You realize that there was a foul place somewhere. Someone broke someone's church. Someone lied to someone. Someone snatched something that is not his. Someone had to compromise with sin to get there. Because in God, every big thing starts small. Amen. In Zechariah 4 verse 10, the Bible asks us a rhetorical question. God asked this rhetorical question. That means the question doesn't need an answer. Like, oh God, why me? You are not really asking for an answer. It's just a statement that you are making. Zachariah 4 verse 10. Who has despised the days of small things? In other words, who is that man who doesn't respect small beginnings? Is that person in this church? Oh, is that person in this church? Ask the one by you. Are you the one who don't respect small people? You are, you are looking for a Range Rover before you say, yes, I do. I, I, are you the one? Hey. You are looking for a job that will give you clothing allowance and will give you a car. Right from the start, first graduate. I'm the one by you. Why, why, why are you looking for big things? Why? God doesn't work like that. God doesn't work. God doesn't work like that. Am I teaching from the word of God? God is asking you and I a question. For who has despised the days of small things? Who is that man that doesn't respect small things? Who is that man that despises people small? Listen, announce to the person, tell him, watch me well, watch me well. Because you are looking at a master seed. You are looking at a master seed. By the time God finishes with me, 
By the time God finishes with us, you will kill. You will kill before you will see us. I'm telling you. By the time God finishes with us, you can't even have our telephone number. The number you have, we will throw it away somewhere. When you call to be switched up out of coverage area. Hey. Uh, you don't know. You don't know what I'm saying. You don't know what I'm saying. Say I'm a master seed. Say I'm a master seed. That is why I'm a nobody today. Say that's why I'm a nobody. If you think I'm a nobody today, it is actually what qualifies me to be a somebody tomorrow. Because that is how God works. <laughs> that is how God works. If you see me walking today, it means I have a car tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm prophesying to some people here. I'm saying that this is how God works. If you read it, it says that it begins as the least, but it ends up as the biggest. And God is asking us a question that who is he that dares make the mistake of disrespecting your small beginning? Tell somebody, don't make that mistake, my dear. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Don't make, don't make that mistake. Today we may not be a big church, but don't make that mistake. Today we have started a small cell. When you go, you gather with children and you think, what, what will come out of this? Who is the man that disrespects small beginnings? Who is the man that disrespects small beginnings? You may, you may not understand this scripture. Go and look at how we started from the top there. Go and look. Go and look for our pictures. When you see our pictures and somebody tells you that we'll be where we are, right by the roadside. When people are looking for a roadside to do church. And God gives us a nice place like right by the road up to today. People keep asking, how did you get this place? The assemblyman asked me, the chief asked me, all the important people in the community asked me, how did you get this place? <laughs> they despise no small things. Despise all. Some of you you, 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 you are saying no because you are despising small things. Yes. Some of you are disrespecting. Listen, I'm not guaranteeing your proposal. Start up. <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm just preaching. Some people have taken it personally. <laughs> and you can say it's only the single guys who have taken it personally. Please, that's what I'm talking about. Sir. But you see, the truth of the matter is that it applies everywhere. That's the truth of the matter. You see that thing? You have to be careful. You have to be careful. Because you see, some of the companies that will actually make you great, eh, or will actually connect you to something great, eh, they start small. You see that they will employ you. The money they want to give you, you don't want it. You don't like it. But you seem to hear the voice of the Spirit telling you that accept, accept, accept. Like, ah, no, 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 that's all right. Just what they accept, accept, accept. Because who is he that disrespects small things? There's a principle at work. There's a principle at work. Listen to me. I prophesy to you, though you were born in a single room, you will be in your own duplex one day. You will end in your own duplex one day. Some of you, it is a mumble too. Like myself. Do you know Mamulochu? 
Tabu die. Don't say it all like that. Else you reduce the, the thing. The thing is reduced. You will further reduce it. Ah. Say, Tabodai. Yes. Is it, who is he that disrespect Tabodai? Rasutakabaro. Take Who is he? I remember those days we were in Tabodai and inside we were, my mother has this card. Card. How many of them stay in Tabodai before? You see that they line it with cards. Or you are the poorest of the poor. You didn't have lining. Their mind is better than you. At least you are, mine was with swag. There was some lining inside. Cards. And then we paint the cards. The way you put on the light, it's like a wall. But the, the cockroaches and the mouse will make you know that it is tabodan. You may start from Tabodai, but you will never end in Tabodai. Oh, receive it in the name of Jesus. The least building you will end your, your journey when you are, you are finished on earth and you are going. The least building you will die in should not be less than eight bedroom house. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I'm not, I'm not joking. Today I came to prophesy by the word of God. Though your beginning may be small, my dear. Who is he that disrespects small things? When I see people like that, I cry because they don't have eyes. They don't have eyes. Go and look at the pictures of Bishop Adinastari. By the time that the wife was accepting to marry him, the wife was three years older than him. And, and he was not employed. He had started small, small ghetto, ghetto crusade. There was nothing there. And this lady had two doctors. One from the city of Accra who comes to their place at Akimoda and one from outside the country who wanted to marry her. And then this small evangelist that is older than three years comes to also propose. And she said, no, this is too small of a small beginning. And she decided to run away. The day Bishop wrote her a letter and the letter got to Akimoda, and she read, Bishop told her, on this social and so date, I'll be coming to Akimoda. When I come, I'm coming to take the response. When she read, it, there's a doctor from outside the country. There's a doctor from Accra. No. This one, he doesn't even have any profession. He's, he's a small boy too. I want somebody who can marry me early. Somebody who can... And she gave all those things. So she ran away from home. As she ran away from home, she went to sit under some tree in the forest far away. So that by the end of the day, she will come back home when Bishop is gone. Bishop was one small, 21 years old boy. And when Bishop was coming, Bishop got to the uh, uh, lorry station. Somewhere, somehow, he thought like not using, he should go and use the forest. So he didn't use the main way. And he decided to just gully through the forest. Only to go and meet the woman under the tree in the forest. What a shock. Today, at the day that they were getting married, Bishop had to wear the girl's father's dress. Look at the gravity of the situation. Will your father give your boyfriend his suit to marry you? I'm sure you say this is not from God. Tofiakwa. You said this is not from God. 
Tell me if you accept it. You will not. 21st century girl. You will not. Who is he that despises small beginnings? Who is he that doesn't respect small? Today, today, she wears diamond chains. She wears diamond rings. She goes to Dubai for holidays. She goes to a big, big, like, she, she travels all around. There's no country that, that she has all like, oh my dear. But after the time that she was Tuesday, she had to use the eyes of Jesus. She had to use the eyes of Jesus. Who is he that despises small beginnings? Who is he? Who is he? Listen to me. Those who are looking down on you, my dear, they are making the biggest mistake of their lives. Uh, your friends that are looking down upon you, they are making the biggest mistakes of their lives. Your schoolmates that are looking down upon you, they are making the biggest mistakes of their lives. Because who is he that death makes that mistake? Who is he that despises small beginnings? It's an error. Say it's an error. To look at somebody who is struggling today and think he will struggle forever. It's an error. I came from Mumro to Bali, but the case of God, I've gotten nowhere, but I'm in two-bedroom house. I've gotten nowhere. I came from Mumro to I'm, I've gotten nowhere, but today I'm not working, I drive. I've gotten nowhere, but today, by the grace of God, God is also using me to do something called church. They said I'm small. They said I cannot do it, but God is doing it. Amen. Who is he that despises little people? When Bishop Adnansari went for interview, I feel God is calling me. I want to be one of your pastors. They said, you are too small. Where did God call you? Go away. And they said, today, he invites the chairman of Pentecost to come and preach in his church. Today, he has been the, the chairman of Ghana Pentecostal Council, including Church of Pentecost. But over 35 years ago, they said, you are too small. Whoever is making a mistake about you, whoever is choosing over you, I pray that may God change your story. That may God change your story. Amen. Who is he? I've seen too much. Who is he? When Archbishop Duncan Williams started, he couldn't even speak English. He said God has called him. He came. They served him. He went to Nigeria <laughs> and he came back. And today he's the archbishop. Everybody knows him. Say, who is he? That company, they are making a mistake. I- I'm saying that company, they are making a mistake. That company, they are looking at you somewhere, they are making a mistake. Because one day, you will, you will govern that company. One day, you become the biggest shareholder of that company. One day, you become the boss. That brother that is doing himself somewhere, 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 somewhere. One day, you employ his wife. And you, and you feed them to eat in their homes. Amen. Who is he that doesn't have respect? From today, when you see somebody who is struggling, respect the person. Have you heard me? Yes. When you see somebody who is struggling, respect the person. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, respect the person. That is why I believe that these small, small cells we have started, we are, we are fulfilling scripture. We didn't break anybody's church. We didn't get up. We didn't start with 100 people, 50 people. No. We started small. We started small. Our first meeting, myself, Pleasant, we were five. Before others started getting confident, others come and flash. Four weeks, they'll come back. <laughs> Look at where we started from. 
in a matter of three years. Look at where we are. And pain sick. Tell you. But you see, if someone had looked at my beginning to determine the future, I'm sure by this time the person will start repenting. Amen. Oh, amen. And that is what I see God doing with your life. I said, that is what I see God doing with your life. Today you are struggling to even get a job, but tomorrow you employ so many people. Ah, uh, I said, tomorrow you employ so many people. Today you are struggling to even receive a salary. Tomorrow people will kill and receive their salaries from you. Receive a big end in the name of Jesus. It starts hey, my time. It starts small. It starts small. Sit down, sit down. Even the loss of nature demands that living things should bring forth after smaller versions of themselves. True or not true? Yes, living things must bring forth the smaller versions of themselves. Anything that starts big disappears soon. True or not true? <laughs> Check it. A lot of things that came, boom, they, they are nowhere. Look at when, please, oh, if it's your family member, don't be angry. When that guy came, men's gold, you saw how it was like a blast. Boom. Everywhere today. Whatever starts big, most of the time, there are a lot of issues about it. Some of you watch people's wedding, you also want to do the same thing. You don't know what, what <laughs> You don't know the situations. You don't know. You don't know. Amen. Anything that starts big, it disappears with time. It disappears soon. May God cause you to outlast your time. Amen. Anything that starts at the top must end at the bottom. Anything that starts... Imagine if you were born 50 years. That means from the day you were born, you started dying. True or not true? If you were born 60 years, that means probably you have just 10 years or less. But once you are born as little, you have hopes that you will grow. Anything that is thrown from the top, where does it go? That's the law of nature. Anything that starts, you can't start from the top and go to the top. Even for you to have a high jump, you must go low. You need to first bend before you rise. Every high jumper first goes down before he rises. And so that is the law of nature. That is how God works. Anytime God is going to lift someone, He first makes the person go low. Before every bright morning, there is a thick darkness. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Before any time you see that, oh, Charlie, the sun has appeared, you will see that there will be some gloominess, some darkness. And that the thicker the darkness, you know that one o'clock is around. One o'clock is around. That means that morning coming. The light will be, will be showing very soon. By one, by two. You know that three and four is around the corner. I pray that no matter what you are going through, may your morning appear in Jesus' name. May your morning appear in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Am I speaking? Who is it that best make that mistake? Look at how Jesus was born. Was Jesus born by Herod? Oh, king of kings. He should be born by a king. Was Jesus born in the palace? Where was he born? 
That means you were richer than Jesus. In Tabodine is better. He was born among animals. That means that his first residence and neighbors were animals, not human beings. You, your neighbors are even human beings. When you get there, oh, good morning, oh, good, good morning. For him, when he gets up, meh, then he says, meh. So Jesus' first native language was bleeding sheep language. Meh was Jesus' first language. That's the first sound he heard. In fact, you see that when you are born, everybody, you see, people be, will be saying, oh, you have done well, praise the Lord. You see, and people will be singing. When Jesus was born, immediately, you see the sheep, they, they surrounded. Their choir started singing. They welcomed. <laughs> you cried there when you were born. You were born where Eric Heyman. You were born at the rock. Kolebu. You were born in a hospital. But today, look at Jesus. He is the king of kings. And the lord of lords. He has never written any book before. But he is the man that people have written books about than any other man. He has never written a song before. But more songs have been written about him than any human being. He has never opened a church before. But all churches that are open are open in his name. He has never recorded an album before. But every album is about him. He has never ever written a book. But there's a Bible written about him from one chapter to the last chapter. He is known by every country, every religious body. They are all talking about him, attacking him or for him. He has become the central figure of history. Now when you are studying history, they connect history to Jesus. So they tell you before Christ or after the death of Christ. So now even Jesus has become the center of history. Whether they like it or not, they need Jesus to calculate their time. But he was born in a manger. I don't care where you were born. Maybe you were born at Choco or Chemuemi. Choco Chemuemi. Maybe you were born at Chimami. And so you feel shy to be tell people where, where you stay and where you are born. Maybe you were born at Aboyodo 1. Do you know Aboyodo? Over there. Where um, going towards Christ, you know, that, that, that Aboyodo is rising up. To where KPC is, you know, that, that line. Where Gabriel is, that place is Aboyodo. And fine girl, you are from Aboyodo. <laughs> so, you, you can't give direction. Though your beginning will be small, the Lord will change your location in Jesus' name. I tell you to, you own a house at Chataku one of these days. You to you old buildings at East Legon one of these days. You to you all the best cars in the world one of these days. You to God will make you a pastor of a thousands one of these days. You to God will make you a pastor of a ten thousands one of these days. You to you be a bishop of a ten branches one of these days. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Was born in a manger. How did Christianity start? Christianity started by just one man. Today it is all over in the world. Amen. Oh, amen. Clap your two hands together for Jesus. Number two. Number two mystery. 
of the master seat. Why Jesus compared how God works. So you see, from today, when you see that somebody has started something that's very big, you have to be careful. Don't rush and say, I want to be part. I want to be part. You have to be careful. You have to look at it well. That way, where is it coming from? All of a sudden, boom, it's all over. You have to check it well. Look for the history. If the person doesn't have a history, and this is how the person started, advise yourself. Advise yourself. I've seen it practically with my eyes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But any small cell you have started, I prophesy it will grow into branches in Jesus' name. I said it will grow into branches in Jesus' name. Any small business you are starting, it will grow into a complex of businesses in Jesus' name. One of these days, you will have chain of businesses. It's like you will have your own group of companies. Say group of companies. Oh, you are not dreaming. You are thinking of a container. All you are thinking about is container. God is going to give you chain of stores. And God is going to give, for some of you, you are going to own your own multi-group of companies. It will be a multinational business. Some will be in Ghana, some will be in Asia, some will be in Australia. It will be all over the global empire. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You see, anytime we are talking like this, eh, it looks as though we are talking to the wrong people. But I'm trying to make you understand that we are not talking to the wrong people. When John the Baptist saw Jesus and said, Behold the lamp of God that takes away the sins of the world. One of the Pharisees said, Pia, for where? That boy then. They are looking for people to come and save the world. Does he look like a savior? So they didn't even mind him. They didn't even follow him. And John the Baptist kept pointing. This is the one. They didn't even mind him. It didn't look like it. It didn't look like it. When they look at him from head to toe, he was only known for nailing coffins. The whole area. Any time they are going to bury somebody, it is his father's shop, Joseph's coffin uh, casket center. So, that was all. And he said that he is coming to do what? Save the world. No, 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 no. I don't think so. But John the Baptist was the only prophet who was seen. So as you are sitting down now, you are looking to your left and right and say, that, oh, this one, I know him. Mm, I, know, I know even the master. The father at the market in Tos and Jane. He said, okay, this one, so I know him. At the station, the father is the mate, a driver. Oh, I know, no, 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 you know. You know, pastor wants us to be happy. Pastor wants us to be happy. No, 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 no. I see with the eyes of the spirit. I am preaching to thousands, pastors of thousands. I am preaching to, to business and CEOs of our businesses. I'm preaching to successful married men and women. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to owners of companies and owners of mansions. I'm preaching to owners of cars, beautiful cars. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah, the people I'm preaching to, you can't see it, but I'm John the Baptist, I can't see it. I said, behold, behold the Son of God. I said, behold, this is the lamp of God. This is the one that God has blessed. This is the one that God is going to do. The next big thing is going to come from this man. You are there saying that I'm, I'm what? I'm, I'm just exciting you. I'm not. Amen. What's the next mystery? I said it's what? I thought what's the next mystery? The mystery of growth and greatness. The mystery of growth and greatness. Matthew 13. The same 32. We've not gone far. The same place. Today we are talking from just two places. The same place. Says that the smaller seed of all seeds, but when it is grown, but when it is going to underline when, emphasize when, 
when it is grown, it becomes what? The greatest. May you end up the greatest among your brothers. But, but for some of you, your mother even doesn't have hope in you. I'm telling you. <laughs> for some of you, even your parents, when they are counting, you are not one of them. They don't look at you as a possible uh, successful person. They look at you as a hopeless person. But I prophesy over your destiny and I change it for the better. That you will end a hopeful person. You will end the savior of your family. Receive the anointing of Daniel. Receive the anointing of Joseph. Receive the anointing of Esther. Though you are a slave today, but you are the queen in the making. Receive it now. That was a slave. She was a slave. Everybody was behaving. They were slave. Slave girl. Slave girl. But they didn't know that next year, this was going to be their queen. They didn't know. And so you don't know the one sitting by you. But you see, I love what the Bible says. The Bible says, but when it is grown. When it is grown. Why did he write the word when? When is different from if. If means conditional. It may, it may not happen. But when means that it will happen. So if I tell you that when I come, I'll give you the money. It means I will come. Oh, wait for me. When I come, I'll give you the money. If I tell you that if I come, I'll give you the money. It means I may not. But if you are lucky and I come, then I'll say, me back here. That is if. Me back, me back, me back. That is when. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, Jesus says that this is how the kingdom of God works. That after God starts to do small, your greater end is a certainty. It is not like God is thinking about it. It's not like it's now that God is checking whether he will make you great or, uh, okay, depending on how things go. No, no, no. Say, no, 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 no. Say, my end is already a done deal. Oh, say, my finishing is already determined. The Bible says, I know the plans that I have towards you. They are plans of good and not of evil. And so your finishing has already been planned by God. And they were good, not evil. Say, I'll end well. Say, I have been programmed to end well. It's like a movie. When you start watching the movie, you know, there's one thing you know. That the killer won't kill the blue man. True or not true? You may not know anything or you may not know everything about the movie. But at least you will know that this bloomer will not die. And so even when they shoot him and you can see that this one there, the bullet has passed him. There's always a way there will be a bulletproof or mistakenly they will say his heart has moved here. When he was born, he had a different heart at the right. Or they will say that uh, maybe his girlfriend gave him some metallic uh, whatever uh, chase and that was in the pocket. So the bullet touched it. So you see that he will be lying down like he's dead. Like everybody will be crying. Their girlfriend will be crying. Everybody will be weeping. And all of them. <coughs> and then you say, yeah, very careful, very careful. I told you, he can't die. Your end has been already predetermined. Your end has already been settled. That you, you will marry. Uh, I said your end has been settled. That your wedding will be great. And your marriage will be great. Your end has been settled. That you have your own children. Your end has been settled. That you'll be a multinational company CEO. Your end has been settled. You'll be a pastor of thousands. The end of rescue has been settled. We'll go all over the world. Shout it is settled.
We don't need anybody to come and encourage us about it. It's settled. If you don't know me, I know. Why? Because I'm a master seed. Ha, from today, let it sink into your heart. When somebody misbehaves towards you, tell the person, my dear, be careful, I'm a master seed. Tell the person, my friend, be very, very careful the way you are handling me. For I'm a master seed. I'm a master seed. When people say they will show you where the power lies, and they bury you, and they don't want anybody to hear you or see you, and they think they have buried you, and it is over with you, tell them they have made the biggest mistake of their life. Because you are a master seed, and you have a takeover property, and as they have buried you, you will begin to germinate. They should give you back for a short time. This will begin to work for you. They should give you back for a short time. This will begin to rise for you. You are the one I'm prophesying about. You are the one I'm prophesying about. Shall I am the one. When it grows, not if it grows. Your issue is not a matter of if. Say my issue is not a matter of if. Say my marriage is not a matter of if. Say my childbirth is not a matter of if. Say my employment is not a matter of if. Say my prosperity is not an issue of ease. Say it is settled in heaven. Say it is settled in heaven. For the Bible says forever O God. Forever, O God, thy word is settled. And in the fullness of time, the Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among men. And so I prophesy that one day your destiny will begin to show forth. One day your marriage will begin to show forth. One day your ministry will begin to show forth. One day your fear will begin to grow. One day your ministry will begin to star. One day your children will begin to appear. Shout, I am the word. It's an issue of certainty. Issue of certainty. Not the issue of it. Hallelujah. Say, I have the ability to grow. Say, I have the ability to spread quickly. Say, I have the ability to be great. Say, I have the ability to be great. And I will surely end great. Hallelujah. Let me shock you with another scripture. Job 8 verse 7. It said, Though thy beginning was small. Though thy beginning was. He didn't say, Though thy beginning is small. That means you are still in the beginning. But he spoke in the past tense. He said, Though thy beginning was small. And so as you are seeing yourself, a time is going to come. You will tell people, though my beginning was small, though my start was small, though I was unemployed, though I was begging to eat, though sometimes I passed by your store for you to give me biscuits, for you to give me cake, for you to feed me. But though my beginning was small, but today my end has greatly increased. You are walking into that realm. You are walking into that dimension. You are walking into that atmosphere. Shout, I am the Lord. Read it for yourself. One, go. Now, personalize it. Personalize it. Put I over there. 
or put your name so that you'll be sure the eyes not represent you anybody. Put your name there. And so one go. Though prince beginning was small, yet prince's latter end should greatly increase. Put your name there. One go. Though prince's beginning was small, yet his latter end will greatly increase. So I receive it three times. It will happen in the name of Jesus. It will happen in the name of Jesus. Today, unless everybody sleep, you, you don't sleep. Because you have to pet somebody's home. You have to pet somebody's place. But I see with the eyes of a prophet that you are opening your own doors. Ha, I don't know who I become. Because I, I see you waiting. You are waiting for everybody to sleep. I thought you don't feel sleepy. But you don't have your own place of sleeping. You catch other people. Because of those people, you don't sleep any. But the Lord says, I should tell that person here that though your beginning is small, though your beginning was small, your ends are greatly increased. You will own your own duplex. You will own your own mansion. You will own your own mansion. You too, you will be a landlord. You too, you will be a landlord. Prophesy that end shall greatly increase. Matthew twenty twenty six said, But it shall not be so among you. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your servant. Say the principle can't change. Say the principle can't be changed because of you. When you come into Christ, you have to first go low. When you come into the ministry, you have to first go low. The principle cannot be changed by your prayer. Jesus says that, no, 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 no. Let it not be so among you. <laughs> In other words, that's the principle. This is how the kingdom of God works. You can't pray it. You cannot fast to change that one. Your beginning must be small. And so when they were trying to have a big beginning, Jesus warned them, no, no, no. Let it not be so. Whosoever will be great among you, let him begin from being the least. Let him begin from serving. And that is why I'm telling you that if you are the one serving your brothers and sisters, you are qualified for the top. If you are the one serving, you are qualified for the top. You believe you are going to be a great man of God. It shows by what you are doing currently. Are you serving? Are you serving? How are you handling yourself? How are you handling your members? How are you handling the ministry work? How are you serving your pastor? How are you serving wherever you are? You want to be a CEO. How are you serving other CEOs? Say that's the principle. You can't change it with your beauty. You can't change it with your fasting. You can't change it with your Bible doctrine. That's the principle. It must not be like that among you. You are not like the people out there. You are a master seed. Your beginning will be later, but your end will greatly increase. Receive that anointing in Jesus' name. Am I talking to you? Should I close now? Very important. Look at how the nation of Israel started. God called Abraham alone. He called him alone, and yet he multiplied him. He called him alone, one. The whole nation of Israel, today they can't count them. But it started with one man. That's it. A time is going to come, eh? We will lose count of our members. We can't count them. Uh, a time is going to come 
Where servers can't count their members. Where we can't count the number of cells we are having. Because in every country, our cells are scattered. Our satellite churches are scattered. Where our members are too many that we can't have a physical, one physical building is too much work. Because we are too many. That time is coming. Say it's coming. Say it's coming. And it's coming with speed. Amen. Do you believe it? Or if you believe that, then clap your hands for them. It's coming. I know what the Lord has spoken to me about. You see, one mistake that some of you make, that sometimes deceives some of you, you see, God didn't give the children of Israel grace until He gave them the law. Do you know that? Hello, do you know that? He first gave them the law and they were punished by the law. They break it, they die. They break it, they die. And then now Paul came and said, now, that's why Jesus came and he brought you grace. So now because you know how the law is, come for grace. And they came quickly for grace. You will not respect light on if you have not suffered light off before. But if you have suffered light off before, you will appreciate light when it is on. True or not true? And if you have not had a bad relationship before, when you even meet a good guy, you think it's not good. True or not true? Yes. Because you have not suffered bad relationship before. So when you meet a good girl, you think she's colo. When you meet a good guy, you think he's whatever. Because you have not suffered a bad relationship before. That's the truth. But most people who suffer a bad relationship, when they now see good, it have tasted bitter. When you see sweet, you know. You know. But you were dating somebody who was slapping you every little mistake, who was cheating on you, anywhere you go, he will leave you and go and then chat with somebody. And today you are with somebody or nothing. Until you will know the difference. You will know the difference. It will be very clear. Are you following me? And so some of you, you make the mistake. You don't know a good church. The reason is because you have not been in a bad church before. It's like you just became born again. Seriously born again. You found yourself. But if you were doing ministry, where you are coming from, like you know the difference in ministry. And you know that over there you were just roaming in the church. You were not really anything that close to leadership. So you were just enjoying church memberhood. But at the level you are that you are, you are criticizing leadership. If you were close to another church leadership, like I'm sure you value whatever we do here. I'm telling you. The opportunities you get there, I'm sure. Why you were you were there? You were not you, you, you were not anywhere near leadership. And so you didn't feel any problem. Some of you got there, you were from nowhere. Just from the world. And so you got there, you don't have the slightest thing I'm talking about. I, I, I hear what I'm saying. So some people think that oh uh, doing church is very easy. And so they just get admit I'm going to do some. If you have been with a church that is three years old, you will know where they, they, they still are. And that will make you now see another church that is three years old, who is not there, and you say, ah, the Lord is with these people. You will know. But if you have not been with a three-year church or a 20-year church, who is still where they are? Who is still struggling with 20 souls? 11 souls in 10 years? Who are still in the classroom or under some canopy? And then you see what we are doing here. They think that oh, you can just duplicate it in, in two months. So the little provocation is say, I'm going. The problem is that you don't know. You don't know. 
But it is good that you will go because when you go, you will see the difference. Do, do you get it? It is good that those people, they will go. But when they go, they will start some. When they started, then you understand that uh, there was a certain anointing on that brother. That is why in three years, he had a, 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 a chapel that we have paid for for 20 years. This place will be here for 20 years without anybody driving us. This building is for us for the next 20 years. By that time, how old are you? You will know that it, you, you are looking for somebody's porch to do sale. You are, you are not getting. Somebody has an anointing that has gotten this place for 20 years. You don't respect that person. <laughs> Some of you are still struggling with your meeting place. Uh, Daddy, when, when we went, eh, 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 you are not anointed. Now, now we have seen you. You see, you are, you are not anointed. You can't get a place to even meet. You are not anointed. I'm not a man that today PK came to me. He telling me that. And I went there. And then this classroom, the, the, the proprietor said this. I want you to talk to him. I said, me, I don't talk to him. Are, are you not called? Are you not a pastor? Are you not anointed? Go and talk to him. Next time, when you come, you respect me. You, you, you see that. And then I said, yeah, mommy, wait. You will know that I'm anointed. You will know. <laughs> What at all? You are looking at my Because the, the chief of this town asked me, Me no care. What did you tell this? The assembly man asked me, What did you tell this woman? Because this woman, how did you convince her? everybody in the area, even the man across there, how did you get this place? Because why you have gone is the lion's den. But they don't know that Daniel, his normal place of sleeping is the lion's den. We will like trouble. We like trouble. <laughs> We are prospering in the lion's den. We are growing in the lion's den. We are doing well in the lion's den. Now, one of the women who told me, hey, don't come here. She knows me from my commentary. So she saw me one night. I don't know how she saw me. Whether it's an eagle or whatever. I don't know. Because the place was dark. There was nothing here. And I climbed alone. How did she see me? Those days when you are down there, you see someone at the top in the night. Those of you who knew this place, you know it. People even didn't know there was a space at the top. They thought the thing has ended. So when we did this, everybody was surprised. That woman, she called me. She said, one, one, the following day, no, I was going through to the classroom. She called me one of the stores. She said, so, and that was the first time I came there. I was shocked. In the night, me pato men ko woman onye nye 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 nye. She spoke to she begged me. She said I shouldn't come. Do you know that? I, I, I just listened to her. I said, mm. yeah, matia, but and then I left. And still I was praying. The Lord gave me the go ahead, do it. It was dangerous, but just do it. Go ahead. I did it. <laughs> Do you know that she has been here to have service with us for two times? She has been here because she was, she was sitting here. So sometimes I've been thinking that what would she say? Stop when I see you. The Bible says that for the devil is like a roaring lion. Hmm? Looking for whom he is just roaring like a lion. But behold, we have the lion of the tribe of Judah. 
We are from the family of the lions. So when we enter to the lions, then the lions they will bow to us. <laughs> Somebody come and shout, yes. She came for a breakfast. Breakfast. She came. She was falling down over here. She came for two days. <laughs> you see, but she was a concerned person. But I see, what I'm asking myself is that what will she be saying? You to get a venue. Sell leaders. Get a place for your ministry. It's a sign you are called. It's a sign you are anointed. It's a sign you are taking territories. Are you not a master seed? Are you not a master seed? Someone, someone came from a certain big chair to come and look for me for counseling. I thought she would, he would call me. He would call me to ask for direction. But all of a sudden, I realized that he was here. Where the one around when that tall guy, the one tall pastor, became here some time ago? Someone. I realized, and I was like, ah, man, I thought you found it. Said, Everywhere I got to, when I asked to rescue, people were just pointing. He said, hey, you people, you have done well. Everybody know your church. You, you don't have any big sign, but I didn't use sign or anything. I was just asking. When I alighted at Odoko Station, I asked to rescue, and they kept showing me. Till I got here. That means that gradually we are taking over. That means that another man of God, he started way before me. One day, I went to greet him in his church. He had a baby named the dedication, so I went. He's like a brother to me. When I went, he said, ah, so if a vampire mommy members be now, if you be a miracle or talk over, you stick a bag with baby. Say taking over. Say taking over. I'm telling you that what you are seeing, like we are playing ampe, ampe. One of these days. What we are doing is like we are doing. In fact, somebody passed here, and the person told his. Uh, he went back to go and tell his brothers. Ah. I rescue, rescue, rescue. They say, yeah, sorry. They will be shocked. <laughs> because they thought we were playing. Because we were kids. We were, we were young, young, young people. Young, young, young people. Even the tertiary among us was smallest. But they young, young, young people. <laughs> and so they are like, ah, I didn't have done it, sorry. That's what we said, I did you say, you're going to Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Hey, group no one day. We be best for make sure that Charlie one day and Daniel sorry you, and Daniel sorry you, because some of you when you meet you are eleven, some of you are fifteen, some of already you are nineteen. That is a branch of a church. That is already a branch of a church. So receive a branch in the name of Jesus. That's already a branch of a church. You just need to have church board over the guest secretary, guest treasurer, guest some instrumentalist. Get a classroom there and let us start. Sorry. Yes, that is how it will be. And some of you are, you are still here, but you still can't, can't see it. So maybe yours in the next 10 years before you also wake up and say, ah. Because, because listen, listen. Because up to now, some of the pastors and leaders still, like when they still say, ah. So it's like the thing is becoming real. So it means that all along the noise we are going, they didn't believe it. <laughs> they thought we are singing a poem. <laughs> as I'm preaching to you now, there's just going on at a gathering. <laughs> as I'm preaching to you now, there's a chat going on at a sermon. 
Tomorrow there will be a church at our level. You think we are talking? <laughs> and then I don't know saw you. They say I not saw you back. I don't saw you before. The mystery of the master seed. Say we are a master seed. If you bury us, you made your biggest mistake. Can you see that even in the season where we had break up, when people left, do you see that God quickly replaced with a lot of new people? Or oh, oh, you have not seen it? A lot of adults, a lot of new people. Within that same period, like I was sitting down and I was watching what God was doing, and I could just see God behind the draft moving the keys like that. Ha 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 I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The same time, oh, and when they all come and ask, who brought you? Say no. I, I got here and I felt like coming. I got, I felt like coming. I got, I felt like coming. Then I realized that there is somebody moving. <laughs> There's somebody moving. He has moved some out and is moving some in. I pray that you cannot be finished. Your destiny cannot be buried. When witches try to bury you, they are making a mistake. When they try to stop you, they are making a mistake. It is now that you are going to rise. Shout, I will rise. <laughs> Adani, I'm sorry. Is there Adani, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, they have not heard that one. I have heard that one from them. The day they will hear that one, Adani, sorry. <laughs> that is spicy, small beginning. Please see. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Please see. Tell somebody, take your cell ministry serious. Because God spoke to Pastor about it. Tell the person. Tell the person, if you take it serious, it will become a church. Hmm? Tell the person, have you heard what I'm saying? It, it, it will become a church. I'm telling you. It will become a church. <laughs> what you are doing, it will become a church. Say, what I'm doing will become a church. I'm doing it to become a church. <laughs> you think I'm, we, are, we are wasting time? It will become a church. What we are doing, it will become a church. And why is it that Tuesday you will go, and then Wednesday you will come to church, and then Thursday, and then Friday, and we have to come to church, then Sunday. Ah, why? Tell the person it will become a church. Tell the person we are starting a church. We are starting a church. We are starting a church. It will become a church. I'm telling you. It will become a church. Hallelujah. God told Abraham in Genesis 12, I said, Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of this country and from thy family and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. He left alone. But in Exodus 1 verse 7, the Bible says, And the children of Israel were fruitful. The children of rescue were fruitful. I came alone. I didn't carry anybody for my church. I started out alone. Nobody knew that there would be hope for me. In fact, people were expecting that I'll go and come back. I like I'll go and suffer and come back. But as I'm talking to you now, God is still writing the story. God is still writing the story. God is still writing the story. And I pray for you that you will be fruitful. Your cell will be fruitful. 
you win new new souls. You add multitudes. Hallelujah. Increased abundantly and multiplied and works exceedingly mighty. They became exceedingly mighty. That means that they were beyond mighty. If something was mighty, they were more than mighty. If David was mighty, they were more than mighty. May you be more than mighty. In your family, may you be more than mighty. In your area, may you be more than mighty. And whatever you do, may you be more than mighty. May you be abundant. May you abound in silver and gold. I'm prophesying. Abound in silver and gold. May you abound in customers. May you abound in souls. May you abound in money. May you abound in the gifts of the spirit. May you abound in your family. Anything that is good there, may you abound in it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Put your two ones together for the Lord. Rise up and say, I'm a master seed. Say, I'm a master seed. Say, I have a takeover properties. And I will certainly be great. Lift up your two hands. And just speak over your destiny. Speak over your destiny. Speak over your destiny. Oh, I cannot be stopped in the name of Jesus. I cannot be stopped in the name of Jesus. Ah, for who that is in me, for he who is in me is greater than he that is in the world. My destiny will speak, O God. My destiny will speak, O God. My destiny will speak, O God. My church will speak, O God. This ministry will speak, O God. The cell groups will grow, O God. Pray for yourself. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to grow yourself. Every cell you belong to, tell the Lord. The Omar will sell no any other than your sorry. Omar in me, only a craft of her. Ever than your sorry. Omar sorry, Omar rescue, Omar your branches, no end also. Your destiny will be great. Though your beginning will be small. Though you are struggling today. But you do well tomorrow. It's not for you.
beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543-248-982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.